The following podcast contains spoilers. Yes, we're talking spoilers, folks. So, listeners, you've been warned. If you don't want anything ruined about the newest movies that have just recently come out, then maybe wait until you've seen it, then come back. That being said, enjoy the show. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to episode 8 of Armchair Reviews. My name is Chris. And my name is James. And today we are talking about Christopher Nolan's newest flick, Dunkirk. Yeah, Dunkirk, good movie. Yeah, it's, it was not bad. Um, this movie, uh, obviously, it's a little bit different, change of pace for us. It's uh, it's what our newest release here in Yellowknife, so we didn't have too much options in what we were going to see, but we both wanted to see it we beforehand. Had, yeah, we had zero options. It was yeah. literally this or two other movies that we've already reviewed. But, like you said, we wanted to see it, so we were excited that we got to do it. And Yeah, this movie, it's typically not one of those movies that I would have seen in theaters, I think. Um, least of all, Yellowknife Theater. Um, but I, but for different reasons, I would have seen it maybe for an IMAX. Yeah, it definitely like would have been cool in an IMAX theater. It was actually meant for... It was shot in, in IMAX cameras or something similar to IMAX cameras for, for that... For the effect. For the special effects. Special effects. We don't got no special effects. We barely have chairs. No, our theater's falling to bits and pieces. But it means well. It kind of. (laughs) Does it mean well? Yeah, I I think so. It was all right. Does it mean well when it's charging you $100 for a popcorn? (laughs) For $100 for cool popcorn, yes. Yeah, we need funding ASAP. (laughs) Get fucking famous players out here. Stat. Please. But. Enough about that. We, um... Talking Dunkirk here, uh, James. Are you a history buff at all? Eh, so so. <laughs> I'm gonna take that as a hard no. Now I I like my history, but I wasn't too aware of this battle. I knew it was a battle and, and very important to the war. I knew it was early World War II. Um, more specifically, it was 1940. It was uh, end of May to beginning of June of 1940. I did a little bit of research here regarding um, this battle, and again I. Before going into it, I, I didn't look up anything. Um, I just kind of went to the movie to enjoy the movie yeah. itself. Uh, same. I didn't really know too much about the the history of what happened there. But uh, after seeing the movie, we did a little bit of research. And, and you know what? Minimum. It's it's pretty straightforward. It's it it's, it's as straightforward, straightforward as it, as it could be. Like you yeah. can get into like the the deeper reasons why certain things were done and stuff like that. But essentially. You have a shit ton of soldiers stranded on uh, on Dunkirk on on more more so the beaches of Dunkirk. The beaches of Dunkirk, yeah, and there's and they're they're trapped from both sides of all the the German the Axis uh, soldiers here, and it's it's mainly British, French, and Belgian. Yeah, they say there's about three hundred to four hundred thousand British uh, troops. troops. Yeah. yeah, I think it's more like uh, three to one British. But to French, yeah, and Belgian were just kind of there just because they're so so close proximity to, yeah, the, to the they French. Just get mixed in, um, and it, it's kind of a controversial battle because they were they were like pigeonholed into this beach, and and Hitler sanctioned the order for uh, the, the the famous halt order, where where they stopped progressing. The Germans stopped progressing on the uh, Allied position to fully wipe them out because they're they got pretty cocky. And they they pretty much thought like oh they're fucked anyway and uh, it's just gonna be a matter of time before they finish yeah. so there's a, there's a three day period that's kind of infamous for where no action was taken uh, and that gave the British enough time to kind of get their shit together clear and, out and and 
execute the evacuation with this huge evacuation. Yeah. And uh, and not just the they British Navy just wiped out the whole thing. They could have just fucking just tanks. They could have yeah. blitzkrieg them pretty much. Like their yeah. the infamous blitzkrieg just could have fucking just artillery, naval or uh, air, and then and then get the soldiers going up there. Yeah. But within, they didn't. They pulled back within hours. Easily. Oh, yeah. But um, so but they didn't, and that got they gave enough time for the British to um, to get the word out, and they actually had little quote unquote little ships. Pretty much British uh, civilian ships to come and, and help yeah. evacuate. They had yeah. they had a uh, I don't know if it, if they did in real life, but in the movie, anyways, they had a, a nickname for like the call that they put out on the radio. Like, I'm drawing a blank, but I don't know. They refer to it. Uh, the commander refers to it when he first uh, gets to Dunkirk. That's right, I forgot it too. Said because uh, one one like little boat rolls up, and one of the other uh, like ranking officers is kind of what the hell, blah blah blah. I for, yeah, he's like the, yeah, there's more coming. The reason why they had they needed these little ships because of the the destroyers, the, the well, the destroyers, and also because destroyed. the well that well that too, <laughs> <laughs> but also because the um, the fuck what what's that? It's the tide, the tide, because it was it was so it was so shallow. They needed these smaller boats to go, otherwise they would have all the bigger boats would have gotten destroyed. Yeah, they, they, yeah, even where they have the one. Uh, is it a pier? Like what the they, hell they call it? They they divide this movie, uh, the three timelines, the point of point of views, the three sections. So you have the mole, which is pretty much your your jetty, your yeah. your higher your higher ground, so you can get into these bigger ships for um, like dock essentially. Yeah. And then you have the air, uh, which is your, your 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 Spitfire storyline, and then you have um, Wait, so the, the, the sea. Land, the sea, yeah. Yeah, the, the mole was the sea, the air, and then the sea was the uh, the little ship's perspective from like the. One of the British vessels. Yeah. Where are we going with that? Um, something about the mole. We were talking about the mole. And then they had to build another little one. Oh, yeah. They actually... Yeah. So that was later in the movie. They The, the engineers built like a side a side jetty for when the tide came in so they could travel for across the little it ships. so they can get onto the little ships. Yeah. Right. Just right from the beach instead of having to go out on mm. this mole. Because I remember uh, when the movie first started, they kind of said it was a day's wait. Yeah. To line up on onto the mole, yeah. and even then, there's still hundreds was it, of thousands. Was it a day's wait or was it a week's wait? No, I think I it was a week from the beach. Okay, yeah, and yeah. a day on the on the actual mole. Yeah, and yeah. then once you got on the destroyer, it was like an yeah. hour or whatever. Because they say you could just see England. That, or I mean, not England, they, but they, that's they. Say. I don't think you yeah. could actually physically see it, but you can. But it's essentially it's right there. Right there. Yeah. <laughs> it's across the English Channel. You can yeah. see. You can practically taste it. That's where these guys are so frantic to get home. Yeah, they like it. Yeah, you but can see it, blah, 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 but yeah. This movie is, it's, I think it builds well on like that. It's just intense. It's very it's intense. Just, it just, right from the very beginning, you see it, one of our main heroes from, from the, the Mole, the Land series, and uh, he's a he's a lesser known actor. I don't, I don't know where he, what else he's, he's from. I think his actor's name is Fionn Whitehead. And in some of these trivia facts that I read up, uh, Christopher Nolan wanted a bunch of relative no ones for like the, the troops, like the basic soldiers, because... That's what a lot of these guys on the beach were. They were they were very inexperienced. It was early on in the war. Yeah. They didn't know what well, the fuck they were doing. Just kids. Yeah, a lot of them just kids. And you know what? Sometimes you just want to take a shit and you don't have time. Yeah, poor guy. <laughs> poor guy is literally just, just opening scene. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's trying to take a shit. Yeah, can't do it. But he's getting fired at. Half his, yeah. half his team All gets of them. obliterated. All of them, except for him. Yep. And then he finally kind of escapes gets back over uh, he gets to the beach and he looks around and this is this is one of the parts that kind of took me out of it 
almost immediately, but then it, it got back at me, uh, it got me back into it because you kind of see like the the shoreline apartment buildings or the buildings along it. I'm like, that seems like it's right on like in like California or something because they were like seem like updated versions of buildings. Yeah, they, <laughs> they, uh, they did not look like 1940s buildings. Yeah, I didn't you know notice I mean? it like when he was actually. Being well, shot when he's at. being shot at, no, but when he gets to the beach, when he's he on the beach and like the, the, the skyline, yeah, yeah, and you just see like it's like, well, that kind of that doesn't look right. Yeah, Maybe that's a little bit of a goof. Yeah. Either way, um, we get to see him, and he meets up with a buddy who's burying his friend. Well, I don't think he meets up. He accidentally no, no, he, he actually meets comes, up comes across when he's trying goes to take, to a, take a shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, but they they stay together for the most of the movie actually pretty well. And then you have the the air story. Who we have Tom Hardy and, and his other, uh, and two right. other Spitfires. Mainly just one other guy because the main their main commander. I think yeah. he kind of well, fucks off or gets shot down. He gets shot down. Yeah, yeah. there's three of them. So yeah, just one, one gets one, fucked one, immediately. Two and three. Yeah, yeah. And then it's just Tom Hardy and his blonde compadre. And also uh, no name. I forget these I guys. Forget like you, they don't really mention their names, or if they do, it's only once. And that's and it's never. And, it's not really like a belt. The characters. I no, don't want to say it's, like it's not about character development. I should say it's just about the events. It's like about the, the historic ev- it's 100% events. One hundred percent about the events, and that's that's just indicated in how it's shot itself, how the movie is doled out. Because Christopher Nolan, like he wrote and directed this movie, and there's not a lot of exposition. There's barely any dialogue in it. No, I noticed not that a whole lot of dialogue. And when there is, it's like I don't know if it's just because I can't pick up the the accent or anything like that, but. But some of the stuff, it's hard to fucking understand. Because between the dialogue, the music, and all the fucking sound effects of the guns and stuff going off, yeah. you really can't understand what the fuck is going on. And I I, I want to believe that's on purpose. It's, I think it's definitely on purpose. Because they want you to feel kind of like you're a part of the war, right? Like, yeah. That's why I kind of said when we left the movie, I was like, you almost get an uncomfortable feeling while you're watching it because yeah. of... Like the background music and the gunfire is so loud, yeah. and then like everything that's happening on the screen, a part of the war, it is really like ugly. Like it's grimy. It's, it know, is it's, pretty. It's, I thought it actually it could have been deep, a little bit. It's real. I thought it could have been a little bit more grimy, like uh, a la Saving Private Ryan. Like they did. It wasn't graphic. Yeah, you know they, what I mean, it, it, was, it, was, it wasn't graphic. No, but it still had that intensity. That, that belongs to yeah. war, you know, like yeah. like in like the the hull of a ship or something, you know, when it's getting attacked by a, a U boat, for example, or you know the yeah. ships are going down. Like it had that uh, visceral feeling of war, but it didn't have like the there's arms not, and legs going no, blown yeah, off and shit like that. Gore. Which um, which I think is fine. It, it it helps this movie, I think. And uh, yeah, what I. Where I was gonna go with I think this. the blood and gore is kind of worse <laughs> in a movie like Saving Private Ryan, where there is actually character development. And you kind of you're attached to the guys. Yeah, you, you, you know you the feel guys, it. and then you know you see for sure. This was definitely legs kinda... getting ripped off and stuff. And you're like, God damn. Yeah, it was, it was trying to do something else. But this, you're kind of on the edge of your seat the whole time because you like you start off like guys getting shot at, and then he's on the like, beach and, and they're dropping fuck. bombs on the beach, and, and then you're in the boat and it gets hit by a fucking torpedo, and then you know. We, and then we the mentioned- dog fighting is going on, and it's just nonstop. Yeah. It just never lets up. We you met- shove it down your throat. <laughs> they Brah. really do. We mentioned that there was an IMAX, and and we were in a Yellowknife theater, as we said, but it it was loud as fuck. Like that's it the loudest a movie loud, has ever been. Yeah. I think I've experienced in in the Yellowknife theater here at Capitol. It was definitely- it was so fucking loud, and I only can only imagine 
how loud those machine guns and all that kind of shit was in an IMAX theater. Yeah. That would have scared the shit out of me because that it was so loud. It was, it's jarring almost. Yeah. yeah, and I think that, like we said, it's on purpose. Hundred percent, it's on yeah. purpose. Um, and and it mixes with that music where it's again Hans Zimmer teaming up with Christopher Nolan. He he's he builds that that music up where it's just constantly just fucking getting after you. Yeah, it's a it's an uneasy tone. Like like we started <laughs> off the podcast like making ticking noises. Granted, <laughs> we didn't do a very good job, but. <laughs> For the majority of the movie, there's a loud tick the whole time. Just Every single time tick, something tick, is coming tick, up to tick, like an intense tick, moment. Tick, tick, tick. Exactly. It's, yeah. You all only hear that in the background. And it's. It, <laughs> I couldn't help but think of uh, 1990s uh, Robin Williams' Hook <laughs> with like with Captain Hook. And all you hear is tick, 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 yeah. tick, 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 But it, it gets you so... Uh, it, it just bugs you it just bugs you and it's meant to bug you it is meant to bug you <laughs> but at the same time I was like fuck they, they could have done a little less than that take it off a little bit just to you know but it's a it's a minor complaint and yeah, otherwise really being nitpicky yeah um we mentioned what else do we have here um oh yeah so we said there's three storylines right so you have the land sea and air um, for the mole, you have guys that are just trying to escape the beach, and, the, and they're pretty much climbing over each other to get, try to escape. And, and ships are getting sunk in, in the harbor and, and at the mole, uh, the 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 sea. You have a British uh, civilian group of two younger lads and an older gentleman who's who has a son in the RAF who was killed actually early on in the war. Yeah, that you learn that you learn about near the end. Yeah, he's going towards. He's trying to help fight the good fight as a civilian. And uh, and the air you have Tom Hardy and his other his other bloke trying to protect the ships that are being bombed by the German Luftwaffe. Luftwaffe. And <laughs> the Luftwaffe. The Luftwaffe. <laughs> and it's not it's not a typical. Obviously, going into it, it's Christopher Nolan. You have to kind of unless it's a Batman movie, you have to kind of expect there's going to be <laughs> there's going to be a different type of storytelling with it. It's not just going to be linear. Uh, if anyone's seen Memento or um, or Interstellar for that point, there's going to be a different type of angle being go- going on here, and that's what they do again in this movie, where it kind of it jumps all over the place. But I like how it does that because it keeps you interested. It keeps you like it's not like um, there's this movie called Vantage Point, like in 2008, back in the day, with like Dennis Quaid and shit like that. Yeah, they just keep replaying okay. the same story over, over and over, over again, but yeah. from a different perspective. I remember and that, that. sucked. At, I, I fucking hated that movie. That was a, yeah, definitely I, annoying. And like you, you expect it to be a unique perspective every time, but they it's not. end up way overlapping, way too much. But this, it's really good. It's shot so well. Cinematography is really good, and it's shot so well that it, you don't notice it until you start thinking about it. And yeah. that's you're like, oh, I noticed that. Okay, so that's but what even happened. then, like as soon as you think it, you're like, boom, back submerged into the movie. Yeah, and at the end, it get, like it, it all gets brought together. It doesn't get brought together at the end, uh, but kind of piece by piece. Yeah, it's being brought together, and then when it finishes up, it's I don't know, it's really well done. Yeah, it's yeah. not it's not a mess. No, no, not at all. And like some people, I know, I read a little bit of things here and there that people were kind of fucking butthurt about it but I think I think it's all done on purpose like just like the music just like the sound effects it's it kind of it like I don't want to I don't know the best word is you're uneasy Mm -hmm. right and it keeps you focused but you're still kind of thinking about it 
thinking what's happening next, what's, you know, like it's, uh, you know, I, it I, gives you an uneasy feeling the whole I, time you're and there. That, and that's the whole point of it is yeah. what he's trying to say. And he wants to do the battle itself. And it's not really even a battle because you only see Germans on screen maybe towards the end. With Tom Hardy, you don't really. Yeah, you don't see, even see them when they're shooting know, yeah. at the guys at the start of the movie. No, no you don't um, see them anywhere. Yeah, like the pilot, they're like the planes. Nope. Not even the pilots. You see the planes when they're uh, dogfighting and whatnot. When they're dropping the bombs on the yeah. the mole. Um, and it, yeah, it, and then at the end, you see them for a split second, but that's it. I think the tagline for this was uh, "In uh, survival is victory," and that's yeah. what this this movie is about. It's it's. It's, it is a survival story. It's, it's a war movie, but it's about survival. survival yes. it's, you know, it's, it's just doing what you can it's not to about, survive. Yeah, it's not about a battle. There's no, I mean, yeah, there's no battle per se. There's, there's action elements like of course to there's, it. Yeah, there's war happening. Yeah. But there's, a, yeah, it's about getting all those soldiers home safe, as safe as possible and, and alive as possible. And again, and again. And they if, show you all the real threats that these guys faced on a day-to-day basis fucking an hour to hour basis you know what I mean yeah like I said it's non-stop it's just shoved down your throat and we've obviously never experienced war but oh god, you haven't god damn man <laughs> god damn I'm good I don't, I don't even signed up for yeah, that. fuck the draft insane. I'm out of there insane <laughs> especially then too like oh shit yeah so nerve wracking and yeah so you have all the dangers of the air you have the dangers of the, of the land and one of the scenes I like too when they're all all uh cramped in the bottom of the uh, oh. the hull of the destroyer the beach no the beached or, boat oh and they're like, yeah. the Germans are taking like pot shots at it bing bing and you just see like the shots coming in they, they don't know what's happening they're just shooting at it for fuck you know for, for fun, fun. yeah <laughs> and they're plug it plug it plug it and that guy gets shot the one guy it's it was more of like a ricochet cause he got shot it's like a he gets hit by the eye right like yeah. he's holding his eye it's just like the metal that kind of busts out and it's like a ricochet in his face but I really like that scene. I like the dog fights in this were really cool. The dog cool. fights are so awesome. I lo- that was probably one of my favorite parts in this movie were the dog fights. I felt like <laughs> at the same time, like, I'm, I am not an ace pilot. I don't know if you know this, James. I'm not an ace pilot. I did not know that. I can't fly Spitfires. Okay. Which is weird, I know. You, I, you look I, like a pilot. I feel like I look like a pilot, like a hot shot. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like sometimes <laughs> some of those scenes where, where Tom Hardy's firing, I'm like, no, no, no. You, you need yeah. to you need to yeah. lead the, the yeah. target. Lead the target. You're shooting but, too late. Yeah, and that's the thing. Zero <laughs> technology back then. Mm-hmm. Like obviously compared to what we have now. Back then, that's cutting edge stuff, right? Yeah. But well, I always uh, felt like he was firing too late. I was like, yeah. no, no, no. Oh, yeah, God. God damn! I did this in a video game, dude. You just gotta. <laughs> but aim where he's gonna be. It's he still was the only one that I that he's I saw. Still the most the, badass guy. The only one that shot down every single plane. Yeah. <laughs> Even badass. when he's when he's gliding. He for shoots down another plane. half an hour. Well, after, after <laughs> he shoots down another plane. That's plate. part of the air storyline. Doing a dive bomb. Hit in the very, the very first little battle between the Spitfires and the fucking Lufthansa or whatever. They've his something happens with his fuel gauge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, no, because he gets shot at right. Yeah, and, and one of the so bullets from the other plane kind of destroys his fuel gauge. Yeah, so he's kind of talking, communicating with his other pilot buddy, the blonde guy. Yeah, um, and he gauges his his readings off of his, yeah, off his budget. Like, oh, we took off at the same time. We're flying there's, there's the exact about a, same a way. Two gallon differential, yeah. between them. Yeah, so he's like, oh, that was smart. He's writing down the notes like a white pen at a time. So he's doing the calculations while he's flying. 
Which, which is, really is cool. A, it's a normal thing. Like pilots still do it. <laughs> there was a. Uh, I mentioned this to you yesterday. The theater. There was a uh, a meme I saw on the on on the interwebs <laughs> with uh, it was saying there's a three picture thing with with Tom Hardy in in this movie <laughs> with this flight mask in uh, Dark Knight Rises with his Bane mask, his Bane mask, and then uh, Mad Max with his metal mask and on the front of a the face, the, the, the well, face yeah, like Hannibal really Lecter mask, mask like a, yeah. Okay. And it was like Tom Hardy can outact. Half his half his coworkers with just his eyes. With just his eyes. <laughs> I thought it was so funny because it's true. Like because you can't you can't fucking understand him in this movie at all. Anytime he's wearing that that flight he's mask, because he's got a, his actual accent while he's talking. He's got, well, not it's really that American like, accent. It's just I can't understand. Him. It's even worse. Like people thought he, you know, you couldn't understand him with the Bane mask. This you really have to fucking strain your ears to understand what he's saying. It's so it muffled. Was that bad. I didn't like it. I didn't think I, it was that bad. I didn't at all. like it. I can you, you know what? I can understand him if he's just talking normally. But with this, I but could not understand it. If he's fucking just talking normally, he wouldn't be in a fucking spitfire in the middle of a fucking dogfight. I guess. You know what I mean? I, need, I guess you need to Part of it ass, is but. the fucking screaming loud noises of the planes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the gunfire, the ticking. Yeah. <laughs> I just and, heard a scream outside. That was pretty funny. <laughs> and he's actually yeah, he's talking into a fucking radio which covers his mouth. Like, I mean, it's no, not. I understand. It's not going to be clear and concise. He's not. Doesn't have a microphone, a fucking foot in front of him. Honestly, like you, you could figure out this movie without any dialogue. Yeah, you really could. Yeah. Uh, if you can't, <laughs> let's see what else we have here. I mean, this is probably going to be a short episode. So here. we got. Um, we got oh, one one thing. One Direction. Oh yeah, yeah. One Direction here. Harry Styles. He makes yeah. his uh, what is it? Film Cinematic debut, I think. Debut. And I'm not like a One Direction fan or anything, but like, he, he was he was okay. Yeah. He was he was actually pretty decent for what he like did. Like we said, there's no real main characters, so there's not really any big roles. But I mean, he's got you know a fair amount of screen time for, for what he's in. For he's, what he's in, he's, he's pretty good. He's like, got a few lines. Yeah, I have no I have no he, complaints about him. He obviously gets emotional. I mean, they're in a fucking war. Everyone's emotional. And he, he, yeah, they kind of, in that one scene I mentioned earlier when they're taking the pot shots in the, yeah. in the hall of the boat there, they kind of do this mutiny type thing where it's like they're kind of thinking of... the one of, guy's uh, a French guy. Yeah, the one guy hasn't spoken. You kind of think he's, he's they a think he's mole. A, they think he's, huh? yeah, a mole. Huh? They're huh? like, oh, he's a kraut. Yeah, he and thinks he's, he's a German just spy. Speaking French, well, he speaks English, but it's like, God they damn, you French. They oh. have that good, uh, that good, like... He's not one of us. Fuck it. He's, we can sacrifice him. Let's go. And then you're next because yeah. it's, it's he's just buddies. It's just the fear of war. Yeah. That's all it is. And they, and that's pretty good. And, he, and Harry's just being a dick. He's kind of being a dick, but at the same time, he's trying to survive. He's not like even one of the scenes where the, the Cillian Murphy he's in this as well for, again with uh, with Christopher Nolan again for for what I don't know every time I think it's the seventh time with him. Jeez. His his shoulder gets picked picked up by the like the, one of the, the main little ship there with the British uh, civilians and his he's fucked like he's the he, guy the first guy on the boat yeah he is he's just, just absolutely like fucked he is he's quote unquote shell shocked which we yeah. know now is PTSD yeah and he just flips the fuck out he actually ends up like pushing one of the little the, the kids down yeah. and so hits the, his head the dad son and then a friend I guess a friend, or whatever. yeah he just kind of leaves with them and they're just they're, he's just trying to care for this guy yeah and uh, he flips out he fucking snaps he does he, not want to go back to Dunkirk yeah and you want to hate him for, for freaking out and pushing this kid and having this happen to the kid but you understand yeah like, and right after he pushes the kid he's like you can tell he's 
He's like, like oh, really fuck. fucked at that moment. He's, he snapped back and he's like, oh shit, I shouldn't have done that. But yeah. he's he's trying to keep checking on the kid. And there was a nice moment where the one kid, the blondie with the sweater, yeah, the son, he uh, he wants to again, he, he wants to hate that soldier. But then, even at the end, when you find out the kid is Georgie, yeah, Georgie is a kid who gets pushed down the stairs. <laughs> Once you figure out that he has died, and when the other soldiers start getting on the boat after one of the the ships go down. He, uh, Cillian Murphy asks Blondie, the kid, he says, how is he, is he going to make it? And he has that moment where he's like, fuck yeah, you, he, you killed him. Yeah. But then you see him. He understands. No, yeah, he understands. He's like, no, no, he's, he's, he'll be fine. He'll be fine. And even he has that, he looks over to the dad and he kind of gives him the little head like, you did well. Like, yeah. I, I understand. Like, there was that understanding, yeah. the acknowledgement that you said, yeah. That was that was really nice, and you, all you want to do is just want you want him to beat the shit out yeah, of him. You want to push that guy off the boat <laughs> and just club him over the face. But it's like fuck. Like what do you do? You've you've seen what he has partially experienced because you're rescuing these guys, right? Yeah, you can understand it, and it's just so fucking like that's you, you war. You know nothing about this guy, and they don't even show this guy in any kind of battle, and you're like, God damn, he's been through a lot. Yeah, he's just fucked. Yeah, you're just another thing I noticed. It's, it, it's um, intense. Side sidestep because we were talking about Harry Styles and everything, but like a lot of these characters, I don't know if you know this, but they have really great hair. Oh, everyone has perfect hair. Everyone England. has perfect hair in England, yeah. Like shit, man. God damn. Like I think the main character, you can tell he's British because you know his, his teeth need some work. <sighs> Jesus. <laughs> but all their haircuts, phenomenal. On point. Like even if they're messy as fuck, phenomenal. Which is fine, you know. These guys are they all you know, you know decent looking guys <laughs> yeah. because they're in a war and they're pissed so they don't smile. But goddamn, they pull out those teeth and you're like, shit, oh, dude. Oh goddamn, get some braces, Invisalign, man, Invisalign. Get something. <laughs> get those lips closed. <laughs> uh, I don't, I don't know how much. Um, it's a Christopher Nolan movie. This uh, budget has to be pretty good. I'm gonna look up. Can we get a fact check on the budget there, real quick? Lots of cool special effects. All right, I'm gonna Sick fact checker. Fact checkers fucking playing, playing Age of Empires. Age fuck of sex. Empires. Which one? Uh, too nice. God, God damn it. All right, let's just see this. I'm going to look this <laughs> up real quick. Uh, da, da, da. It's okay. We can keep recording. Yeah, we're feeling right now. Holy feeling... shit. So, it had a, a budget. I told you it would be a fucking good budget. $150 million USD. US dollars. And actually, I read a fact, too, where this is the biggest production with... Um, like had like forty some forty plus uh, naval vessels, wow! In, in the production, which is There's the most the ever. Um, Do you know how much we how much it did for like uh, the first week or first up to week? Today? I think the first weekend it made about forty mil. Damn, it's not bad. What, domestically, yeah, which is it's all right. It's most of the market's going to be domestically for the movie. Well, I mean, I guess in Europe, in Europe, it might yeah. get, do, it might do well. Yeah, it might do better. And uh, this is an hour and 47 minutes long, which... Which is a really good length. <laughs> I told you, when, you, when you first told me, I was like, thank fuck it's not 82 hours long like Interstellar. Yeah, holy Christ. I uh, I did not... I was not a fan of Interstellar. No, uh, me neither. I wasn't crazy about it. Yeah, I mean... it's Fact checkers he's, shaking he's the head, too. Interdimensional fucking bookshelf ghosts. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Get the fuck out of here. Christopher Nolan, I really like you, bud, but I, I don't like it. Yeah. Matthew McConaughey, <laughs> hey, good casting. Just uh, Jessica Chastain, you did everything right. I don't like that movie. Matt McConaughey, we love you. <laughs> we love you, bud. But God damn, you suck. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> he was all right. That was but mean. The movie sucked. I, I didn't That's like the storyline of that. Unfortunately, the movie wasn't good. Yeah, I don't like... Um, Unfortunately, we'll never get those 82 hours back. Those 82 hours, man. 
Yeah, we're never going to. We're never going to a lot of things. I'd, I'd rather 127 hours myself than watch that movie again. <laughs> Jesus Christ. For 82 hours? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, I don't want to see that shit again. That's what you're saying. This is, this is one of Christopher Nolan's, um, since one of his early 90 movies, which I forget what it is. I, I never saw it, but it's his shortest movie since the 90s. And it was a good length for the movie. For this movie? It didn't need to be any if longer. It, I, I told you this, leaving the theater, if it were any longer, any longer, and it kept doing that fucking ticking noise... And it kept fucking freaking the fuck out. It would have gone overboard. <laughs> sort of, sorry, like pun, pun intended, I guess. It would have gone overboard <laughs> because it just—it's so jarring. Like you don't want to keep pushing it, keep pushing, it, keep pushing it. It ended at the right length. You know, they 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 ended up rescuing the soldiers and stuff like that. And a little bit of a happy ending for a movie that's just so real and so intense. A little intense. bit. I mean, there's still well, countless deaths. Like, yeah, I mean, obviously. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's hard to call anything war-related happy, but I mean, it's not like the war finished. They just again they hammer, got out of France. They hammer home the idea of where like survivor, survivor, yeah. survival was victory. Yeah, and it, and it was a key moment of the war where if they if they didn't get out of there, They're well then dead. the Germans just going to cross the English Channel. They're they're just going to take over the entire fucking uh, UK. Yeah, I'm just going to look up here the casualties and stuff. Yeah, there was uh, over like sixty eight thousand British wounded or captured. And that's and, fucking insane. That's insane. Like, and what, 340 survived? Uh, about 300,000 were... Um, yeah, that's what I meant, 340,000, not 340. Yeah, but they were. that, that was who was rescued. 340,000 were rescued. Yeah, okay. And that was British, French, and Belgian. Yeah. But still, so many fucking yeah. killed, like shit. This was that's this is war. integral to war. Fucking world war. And it, I like, um, I liked, as I said, I like the direction of it. Um, that's pretty much all I have to say about this. There's really not much else before we keep uh, repeating ourselves here. Where, yeah, it, did I like it? Yes. Am yes. I gonna go? If I, am I gonna go back to this anytime soon? I don't know. I probably, honestly, I don't know. I'd not pro- because it's I'd, bad. Not, yeah, just it's not something that you need to overwatch. You really don't. There's some good that's scenes. Why it's, uh, yeah, it's really good. What, and you can watch it once, and then you can watch it again five years from now. That's yeah. what I have to say. And you can appreciate it every yes. time you watch it, as long as you don't like. I mean, if you're a super history buff nerd, if you're a history buff, you're gonna love this person, movie. You'll want to keep shoving it down your throat, and that's great. Yeah. And like, yeah, I, and I like my war movies kind of like the same that you like your fucking comic book movies. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, like, I'll probably revisit it sooner, but yeah, yeah, I'm still not gonna watch it like on a monthly basis, or you know, like. It's mainly for me. It's the ticking. It's the ticking that fucking won't, which will probably stop me from seeing it again and again and again and again. Yeah, but it is a really good movie. It it really is. We do recommend it to people to go see. Definitely go see it. It, Christopher Nolan. He he does another good job. Is it is it the best war movie? There's a lot of good war movies out there. But this one's so different. That's one thing that we also like about it. Yeah, and it it does it does separate itself. It's not just blood and gore and it's not just you know on a scale from 1 to 10 what would you give it? It's, it's such a hard question but I'd give it like a 7.5 out of 10 yeah I'd be up in the high 7s maybe low, an 8 maybe low, an 8 yeah low 8s high 7s low 8s it's a yeah. good good movie good watch it's definitely we're on episode 8 it's probably top 3 that we've seen that we've seen so far I'd, yeah. I would I agree would with that put it up there with uh Spider-Man and Wonder Woman. I'd agree with that. 
For, for the I, ones that we've seen, definitely. Yeah, for based, this, for based this podcast. on my tastes in movies, I'd probably put it ahead of Wonder Woman. Yeah, fair. But uh, yeah. I mean, that's that's technically that's a war movie too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, yeah, I I, <laughs> I agree. And again, this isn't this isn't one of those where I normally jump out to theaters to go see. Yeah, but I'm glad I did see it in theaters. And the trailer was good too. We watched the trailer a few weeks ago, and the trailer is much the same. As the movie, because yeah, it's it, very intense. It's fucking intense. I didn't think it was gonna keep up that intensity, but yeah. it does. Yeah. And uh, I forgot what I was gonna say with that. Again, fuck, I'm off my game tonight. Because uh, <laughs> you slept all day. <laughs> I had a couple, a little bit of a nap. Okay, I had a little bit of afternoon, <laughs> afternoon beverages, and I need to take a little quick nap. Skis. <laughs> That's no big deal. Yeah. No big deal. <laughs> yeah. No. We. It's one of those things where I wasn't gonna go see it, rush out to see it. But I'm, okay, this is where it is. I was going to rush up to see it, but I'm glad I saw it in theaters because the theater provides you with that atmosphere that you're not going to get in a home theater unless you have surround sound, Bose speakers to, to fucking blast that music. Because the yeah, music, the sound effects, is the movie. That's what helps build yeah. the the tension, the anxiety that you're going to experience as a as a uh, as a moviegoer. So I'm happy we saw it in the end of it. I concur. Um, yes, I, think, I concur. I think that's the end of the show. Pretty well. Um, what do we got coming up next? What the hell is That's on? a good question. For next week, I get back. I'm going to Ottawa again this week for a buddy's wedding. But I come back Tuesday. Well, I'll be back for Tuesday night. But what's coming out? Uh, Let's take a look, folks. Take a quick look Let's here. See, so we can leave you with a some Little insight, teaser. hopefully. I'm not too sure what we're going to see. Oh, fuck. Use one of those 300 pages you have open. You know what? I like to keep my options open, all right? Uh, Cinema clock. Where are you? Cinema clock. Hashtag YOLO knife. YOLO knife. Uh, Oh, Atomic Blonde. Oh, yeah. We We got female John Wick. And that's coming in for sure. Yep. God damn. That'll be good. Shelly's Theron and James McAvoy. My boy. And Shelly's Theron, a fucking tough badass bitch. In a good way. It's going to be another long one. Two hours. Two plus. I'm looking forward to that. That's gonna be awesome. Yeah, it'll be good. The tra- gonna, trailer looks awesome. Kicking so. ass and taking it. I'm fucking pumped for that. Actually, yeah, it'll be good. Atomic Blonde for next so week, guys. We're looking forward to that. Um, let us know if you're gonna be looking forward to it as well. And let us know if you like Dunkirk, guys. If it was kind of your cup of tea, you get it because yeah. it's British. <laughs> they do try to give that guy a cup Pinkies of tea. Else, don't, else. don't bring me a cup of tea. Push Fuck you, out of my face. Push you down a flight of stairs, Georgie. <laughs> yeah, like, like hit your head. Fuck you, Georgie. God damn. I was so sad when I died, man. He went blind, and then two seconds later, he's dead. I'm like, what the fuck? Uh, yeah, it was bound to happen. Poor George. <laughs> Poor Georgie. Rest in peace, Rip. Yeah. He just wanted to do something with his life, okay? <laughs> he's 12 years old. He's having an existential did, crisis, okay? He did kind of escape, hey? Because they were just like, I'm not escape, but leave with them, and I don't think they were planning him to. No. Right? And yeah, he, he just kind of like hopped on the boat as yeah. they were uh, untying, Georgie, what are you doing, mate? Untying the anchors. <laughs> I'm coming. I'm going. The I'm going on an adventure. <laughs> oh God! So that's our show for this week, guys. Episode eight here for Dunkirk. My my name is Chris, and I'm James. You can catch us on Instagram. Uh, I'm at Christopher Gods. God damn. What are you? At Makai J ninety one. That's it. That's it. I'm on Twitter <laughs> at Christoph Godin. I think that's it. Yeah, and I'm at Makai J fourteen. That's right. Ooh, and two you also... for two without <laughs> looking at my phone. Look at that. He's God. learning, folks. Too many He's numbers. There. Too many numbers. 
And uh, our show email is ohmygodinaudio at gmail.com. That's O-H-M-Y-G-O-D-I-N, audio at gmail.com. Dot com, Let, let not us know what you think. Send us an email. Think, let us know what you think of the show, this episode, our previous episode. We had a bit of a glitch uh, this past week with the War of the Planet of the Apes episode. Um, it kind of fucked up our feed. But that's been fixed. It, uh, if you want to check that out, it's on iTunes, on SoundCloud. And this will be on iTunes and SoundCloud. You got it at Armchair Reviews. Uh, search that, um, soundcloud.com slash armchair dash reviews. Find also- us on your favorite podcast app. That's it. Should be there since yep. we're on iTunes. Should be. Kind of a big deal. Follow us uh, on everything. Harass us on Facebook. Or um, don't. That's up to you. That's fun to harass <laughs> us. We'll harass you back. <laughs> Perfect. All right, guys. That's it for this week. Uh, we'll catch you next week for Atomic Blonde. Boom. Super exciting. Bye.